the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Tuesday. And uh, I'll just say this, Houston, we have a problem. Liquidity concerns are starting to spook the markets of the 10-year note raging higher, been, been as high as uh, 477 uh, this morning. The Japanese yen broke above 150. They, they, they've trying to intervene here. Uh, shades of, well, the dare I say, the 80s, the early 80s. How high can interest rates go? Uh, this is going to be something, tune in. Uh, we're going to play Rick Santelli in the next segment, uh, he has, well, I hate to say, uh, uh, rates can go a lot higher than where they sit today. I'll, I'll just leave it at, at that. Uh, the, the You know, talking about 1981, the Japanese yen hasn't been this high since, well, 1987. Uh, WeWork, a, a huge, remember WeWork, they, they're buying all those office buildings, uh, announced yesterday, late yesterday afternoon, that they were not going to be making their interest payments. Uh, Jason, I don't know if it's, if it's what's going on in Japan. Is it property problems in China? Is it commercial real estate here in the U.S.? Is there a problem in, in, in liquidity in crypto? But there's a problem somewhere. Uh, there's liquidity issues somewhere. The 10-year note in the last, what, seven trading days is almost up half of, of, of a point. I mean, that's that's unheard of. And, of course, the higher it goes, the worse things get for these banks. I mean, let's just think about this for a minute. The majority of the property loans out there, and I'm talking about uh, residential properties in that 3% range. Banks, and depending, the worse you are, the more you have to pay. But the b- banks are now paying 4 4 and a half, five 5% to try to keep depositors from not pulling their money. And yet the majority of their loans are only bringing in 3%. Well, if you bring in 3%, but you got to have 5%, that's a bad place for banks to be, Jason. Yeah, and, you know, the Fed doesn't really need a whole lot of banks in the end with a digital currency. So, I mean, this might, even though it is a corrupt system we live in financially, I mean, when banks are failing, when banks are, are you know, have have bad business practices or they don't make the right choices, they should just go away, right? You know, that's what's supposed to happen. That's what's supposed, with a capitalist system, Failures go away and success is rewarded, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Now, this is a little more contrived. You know, we, we don't live in a, a real capitalist nation, but uh, the banks are, are leveraged poorly in this particular situation. And it sure looks like this new economic system where we're pushing to is going to need a lot less banks. That's just what it looks like, children. There's going to be a lot less banks. I, I think 1,500 to 
2,000 banks, in the next three, four years, we're going to lose that many banks easily. And we, we lost a bunch of them during the 08 crash, right? Well, and again, I think it's something where uh, the, the thing that's, that's harder this time around is the banks really, uh, for, for a lot of them anyway, th- this was just the reality uh, that they were dealt, right? The Federal Reserve decided to bring interest rates to zero and then leave them there. And, and so, yeah, uh, of course they're stuck with these low interest-bearing uh, rates and loans. And now rates are starting to really percolate here. And, and again, we're only talking about four and three quarters. But are we looking at if things, you know, it's, it's only Tuesday. But can we see... Uh, an 8% mortgage starting next week? Very possible. But uh, Rick Santelli's warning, by the way, for those of you who know, who the heck's Rick Santelli? He is the main, one of the main people on the cheerleading channel, CNBC. The guy's been on forever. Uh, he he's, uh, follows a lot of the, the news. He, he does a lot of the breaking uh, government reports. And uh, he just lays out here, Hey, I think that all these people talking about lower rates or rates getting lower again really don't understand what's really happened here. And Jason, I think he did it nicely. Okay, I'll say this. He did it really, really nice. But he put the blame squarely on where it belonged. The central bank. And all, and he started talking about all the tricks that they've done, quantitative easing, and all these other things. He says he believes the central bank, J- Jason, they're out of tricks now, right? You, you you brought interest rates down, you left them down there. Now everybody's stuck with all of these low interest rate loans when they've got to pay massive amounts just to try to keep money in the bank. Well, they still have the digital money trick that they're trying to put into place. There's still that one, Joe, where they can force the money to go exactly where they want to fix things precisely how they wish. So there, there is that. That is, I think, the the, the last trick or the the trick that they're going to try to move this thing forward. You know, let let there be chaos. Let there be businesses and and uh, unemployment and all this stuff just crashing and burning. And then, hey, you you introduce the solution. And uh, I think that's kind of the trap. A lot of the, you know, Rick, San, Rick Santelli, I think, is it's good that we're going to play his clip. And then I wonder if, well, yeah, but if we're all herded into one direction, Joe, where is it headed towards? And that's a digital currency where they can tell us when and how we're going to spend the money that they create and place where they want to place it. They can't do that with cash necessarily right now, Joe. They, there's still a lot well, 2% say, cash floating around out there. Yeah, the, the, the let's just say this. Joey was on yesterday. And he was, you know, he didn't scream. But he was telling you, defense, baby, you better play defense. Uh, and Rick Santelli, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't, not even the 86 Bears is going to stop this water. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. And uh, Jason's correcting me, it's the 85 Bears now. <laughs> I don't know, maybe the 86 Bears weren't any good, but, uh, yeah, that was buddy ball, right, in in the big deep Mike Singletary, right, the big eyes. Listen, this is probably going to be one of the more important shows here as we try to figure out what's coming next, right? We know longer term 
what's happened. We know longer term we're going to have a digital currency. We already know this. But how ugly is it going to be? Remember, it's a boom and bust cycle. That's the cycle they gave us. We didn't ask for it. That's what they gave us. And, of course, when we play Rick Santelli, you'll hear him very nicely tell you about all the tricks. We just didn't play the tricks. We wouldn't be in the situation that we're in. Now, some of you will argue, well, that they did it on purpose because they wanted to put us in this situation. Maybe, maybe. I just really think that it that it probably started out, well, we'll just we'll just just this one time. Man, we'll just do it just this one time. Well, then one time leads to the next, to the next, to the next, and all of a sudden here we are. But why do you think we keep talking about other places to have your money. You better have that gold and silver put away. I think gold and silver are going to absolutely scream. Just like they did in the 70s and into the 80s. Just like that. That's what you're looking at. You better have a financial guy watching your backside. And we got a great one right here. And then, of course, what else? Well, look at why refi. Up to 10.25% returns, not correlated to, to Wall Street. You know, let's not forget. The Dow hit a high a couple of years ago. What, almost 37,000. Right now, by the way, the Dow down 400 points. And that's nothing. It's nothing. I mean, a week ago, we were almost at 35,000. Now we're getting ready to go below 33,000. We're probably going a lot lower than that. The S&P, down 60. The NASDAQ, down 225. You're going to need to have assets that are not correlated to the stock market in your portfolio. If you've got $50,000 or more, I encourage you to check out Y-Refi. And here's the great part. It never changes. You don't have to worry. Hey, well, what's my what's my statement going to look like? I know a lot of you out there are already going, oh, man. This last 10 days, I don't even want to look at my E-Trade account. I don't want to look at my 401K. I don't want to know. You don't have to do that with Y-Refi. It's the same every single month. Check them out. InvestYREFI.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them, 888 888- why refi 24 so we're sitting here right now the 10 year note as we as we're watching things play out 477 so we're right at the highs here uh, and this is how quickly it seems to be happening right you know yesterday we were talking about well it's getting close to 47 and one day later now we're talking about we're talking about 48 these are huge moves in the bond market. It is screaming that there are liquidity problems. And, of course, there's more than just liquidity problems, right? There, there's just uh, debt problems everywhere. And people are speculating, well, how high can rates go? Are the, the Fed's done raising rates? Maybe. Maybe not. But as Jason and I warned you, you know what? Go back. Listen to our shows in July. We were warning you. We don't care if the Fed raises rates or not. 
See, they were playing games. That's what they always like to do. They like to play games. And they sold all this debt with short-term stuff. And now so much of the debt is rolling over every week, they've got to now issue all this long-term stuff. 10-year, 20-year, 30-year. And it's driving rates higher. Let's face it, the Fed didn't even raise rates. Matter of fact, half the idiots on TV, more than half, three-quarters of the people on TV will tell you they're done raising rates. But yet here we are. Rates are heading higher still. But, Jason, I think there are big problems afoot here. The bond market's always the warning sign. But let's play Rick Santelli. This was on CNBC the other day talking about how high can the can the ten year note actually go? Jack, let's play the clip. One real quick one real quick statement, Joe. How how much liquidity issues will get worse once that reverse repo cash runs out? Because that's where the well, biggest players can keep in that. Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. That yep. re- re- it's not out yet, but it's running out so quickly that I think it's sending panic everywhere. They go. everywhere. Yep. All right, here we go. Here comes the clip, Rick Santelli. I personally always find anniversary dates very key. And I can't help thinking about September of 81 when we had the all-time high closing yield just shy of 16%. So what I'm talking about here might be dancing between the raindrops. You never want to go against a market that is burning to the upside. But you might want to give it a pause if it looks like it's going to back away a bit. But in the grand scheme of things, I think rates are going higher. So let's go to the charts. Like I said, not my best work, but high-low perpendicular midpoint. We always pay attention to those, especially when one of those points is the all-time low closing yield at a half of 1%. So you take the high, you take the low, you connect it, you find that midpoint, you draw a perpendicular line. And what you find is it just keeps you on the straight and narrow. Those are very key. The more important the spike levels are, whether whether it's a key high or key bottom, those make it work that much better. Now, this chart is really off scale. Remember, when you're doing these charts, you got to use logarithmic paper. This is just a rough gauge. But there's your near 16%, SEP and 81 for your anniversary date. And the whole point of this chart is, is that we have a lot of potential room to run to the upside. So if somebody asked me and held a gun in my head and said, listen, the worst case scenario, we're Treasury rate's going to go 10-year. I'd say in the next seven years, you should be able to see 13.5%, 14%. Are yes. Now, I'm not saying we get there, but I really want to stress, you do not want to jump in front of this right now. But if this week closes under four and three quarters and the high yield close remains in the 460s, you buy the market looking for a bit of a retracement to potentially get back down to four and a quarter to 432 or if it gets to four and three quarters on a closing basis first, you liquidate the trade. So you buy TLT below those levels. In other words, bad and yields are going to go down in the short term. Otherwise, we're look for why are rates going higher? Or it's because the economy oh, is gangbusters, or because Tyler, Tyler Matson, everybody clap for who loves Tyler. I love Tyler. And what did he bring up today? A great Chicagoan, Milton Friedman. And when he did, one of my 50-year veterans from the trading floor called me and said, "Boy, he's spot on." I had many meetings with Milton. That if you want to know where inflation is taking the markets and why just look at government spending the vigilantes have new horses and they're riding and i really do think that is the answer we are spending too much we are not learning to cut back as a matter of fact 
I think we're out of control as we approach a $2 trillion deficit. And this is the market's way to get Washington's attention. That's always been the case, though, hasn't it, to some degree, Rick? So why, No, why QE. 13- QE changed everything. Yeah. Right. So do you think that the Fed, whoever the Fed may be within the next 10 years, is actually going to allow a rate? That is above 13%. You can squeeze a water balloon they nine be ways from Sunday, but eventually it pops out somewhere. They are running out of little tricks to pull out of their bag. And in my opinion, the quantitative easing removed many signals in the market that now it's trying to put back in place. And they could do as they wish. If they keep tinkering with this, the problem is we have too many large uh, economies that are going to be in the same boat. And who's going to end up buying this paper? Right. So, so the presumption here is you think the Fed put is done, and it requires the discipline for the Fed to stay the course. And, and I agree, and I'm a student of history, probably less so than you, but I think all the way back to the first shenanigans, I think of long-term capital, and I think of the Asian financial crisis, and I, I think that's where monetary accommodation went out of control, and I think it wasn't the 2007-8, I think it was 1997-98. Uh, BOJ, uh, I think they're the biggest wild card here. And, and I heard uh, over the weekend stuff that told me YCC is done, and I think that's a slingshot to U.S. yields higher. Oh, absolutely. And the Bank of Japan could actually pull the plug that drains the water on everybody's bathtub. And that's the, the real fear I have, is they have no idea how they could be the catalyst. They could be that one ping pong ball you throw in a room with a bunch of mousetraps with other ping pong balls, and then all of a sudden things start flying. Mousetraps? Mousetraps and ping pong balls. Mm-hmm. So, Rick, let me ask you. So, let's say um, rates just keep going up so much that they crush the economy, right? And so, then, do we start to see rates really come back, or do you see stagflation and? I think terrible? I hit part of it. 1987, when we were in the pits, what we learned was that. When equities get really ugly, you see the treasury complex start to do better. I think the signals being distorted has changed that to some extent, and it's going to have to get much uglier to get the attention of the bond market. But I think that dynamic will come to the rescue, but it's going to come to the rescue late in the game. Karen mentioned that we've, we've had rates at these levels before, which I totally agree with. It's a rate of change thing, though. And think about 15 years of being conditioned liquidity, zero interest rates. People are not prepared, in my opinion, for what we've just seen over the last 18 months. Speak to that. Oh, yeah. Not only are they not prepared, I think that when many look at the markets and they scratch their heads, they just don't understand that the Fed held the beach ball underwater for so long, basically a decade of zero that shouldn't have been at zero, that ultimately the force that this thing's popping out, I think, is justified. If it, uh, if it pops to 13, let pops. If the trajectory is very steep, does that imply that the bounce back is going to be steep as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. The uh, one-third or two-thirds retracement on some of those GAN numbers should be every bit as aggressive. That's why I do think we're going to get a pause, and I think we're going to consolidate here. But I urge people not to try to pick tops and yield. Let the market tell you you can dance between the raindrops a bit. Okay. But again, your big call tonight sounds like north of 13 percent in the next 10. and that's the grand scheme of things yes when i take a look at the long-term monthly charts that's what i see rick it's always great to have you there you go joe wow uh and hard to argue the markets are absolutely unprepared now some of it they had no choice they couldn't get prepared and what i mean by that and rick santelli said it hey they left rates at zero when they shouldn't have been and they did it for so long, now they're trapped. Uh, we, we've got a major, major setup here. Uh, I, I think there's no doubt 
you know, and of course they're they're well. Hey, eventually the pendulum will swing back. Sure, it will. But the carnage, uh, you know, he referenced '87 and how bad that was, and said, essentially, and again, nicely. Oh, it's going to be a lot worse this time. And the reason it's going to be a lot worse this time is they they took away all the fear. Right? They took it all away, and, and people live in fantasy land, and essentially they created, you know, go big! Boy, we went big, didn't we? I mean, even this week, we've already added another $50 billion to, to the national debt already. I mean, we just hit $33 trillion. Now we're closing on a $33.2 trillion, then $34 trillion, $35 trillion. The interest rate. Let's just say, forget about 13, because that just blows my mind, right? Mind blown. I mean, what do you think the Dow would be at a 13% interest rate? Would we go back? You know, I hate to say it, but but Eric always said we never retested the, those lows of 6,700 after the financial crisis. I mean, maybe maybe that's what ends up happening. Maybe we get that type of, I hope not. But just the interest rate at, say, I don't know, 7, 8, 9, 10%, the interest on the debt, we'll be talking about, forget about $2 trillion, $3 trillion. We'll be talking 6 7 $8 trillion just to make interest payments at that level. You better, you know what, you better play a lot more defense than you think you need to play. 800 9510592 losses picking up here the dow down 450 32900 and change the s&p's down 65 the nasdaq uh down 240 uh gold's just kind of hanging out today uh you know and I've, hey listen that's not why it's down 100 dollars Seven trading days. This is a huge, and I said it yesterday, this is a massive buying opportunity. Uh, we had $10 libs on sale at 1035 yesterday. It's the best deal in town. We're going to continue that today until they're gone. Uh, $10 liberties at 1035 Silver's unchanged today. Uh, rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles at 500 in $75 at 800-951-0592. And right now, uh, the 10-year note, 4785. So let's round that up, 479. And remember, Rick Santelli talking about that 475. Or maybe you get a temporary reprieve there, uh, but rates are going higher, and if it closes above that, Santelli says, even higher than that, we know there's a liquidity problem. We know it. Where is it? My guess is it's probably spread around. You heard them talking about Japan. This is a big problem. Right now, uh, the Japanese central bank intervening on the yen, trying to keep it below one. The Japanese 10-year note is almost at eight-tenths of a percent. And we kind of like to think, oh, that's nothing. got to remember, they were negative. 
So the Bank of Japan is taking massive losses. Our central bank, let's not lie. Listen, they just reported a $100 billion loss. Matter of fact, most of the banks around the world, are, are central banks, are reporting all of these huge losses. Uh, we know China's got a property problem. We've got a property problem. Uh, we work today, $95 million in interest payments not being made. And that, now it's only on five of their buildings. I think every month we're probably going to hear from WeWork on different buildings that they're not going to be making the payments on. And then Wolf Richter, uh, the commercial back delinquency rates spiking again. And now says, Jason, that they're approaching nightmare levels uh, as, as things. So the worst it got. You know, go back and believe it or not, commercial real estate struggled, obviously started at the financial crisis. But it didn't peak until like 2012. It took a while, five years, you know, four or five years. Uh, but Jason, we're now spiking back uh, to these levels. Uh, d- default rates now have surged at to over 6%, but it's been the rate of change which has really caught people's attention. We knew about office buildings. We know that's a problem. Now Wolf Richter says the mall problem is back, Jason. This seems to right. we've got it spreading again. Yes, it's a problem. And, and I, I think property is, is uh, especially commercial property, we've been discussing that almost the entire year about how that's a problem. And China's property problems, I think, started a couple of years ago. Uh, and and I, I think there's a lot of, of uh, contagion across the world. I mean, uh, this is a world economic system. The Chinese hold how much in U.S. Treasury, Joe? You know, I've been uh, researching a lot about what Saudi Arabia might be planning to do, uh, selling all their oil in non-dollar denominated, you know, currencies in the future. What, what if Saudi Arabia just goes to no dollars, right, for, for every country buying oil? That by itself is... It's an act, it's an act of economic war, basically, and and these countries will do these things that they haven't been done for decades because they're trying to solidify their positions, and uh, that's what you're seeing with the banking system. That's what you're seeing with property, Joe. It's it's uh, it's hold on to your three percent mortgage if you can, right, Joe? I guess that's that's what it is for the average American. Yeah, and I think this is going to be something. It's hard to imagine it. Uh, by, by the way, I guess Jim Cramer made a call on PacWest to stay away from PacWest Bank. Um, I don't know if, if this banking thing now is going to spike back up here. Yes, I'm certain that it will. But it, it very, it's simple. Banks are paying more in, in interest to keep deposits than what they're earning on, on mortgages. I mean, yeah, there's a couple houses selling. I'm not, you know, so, you know, there's not like, you know, the housing's completely dead. But it's right next to dead. Right? It's right next to it. The, the fact of the matter is the vast majority of these mortgages, the banks are losing money. Right? If they, you know, and I said, use that example. They collected 3%. Right, but they got to pay four percent, 
where they collected 3% and they got to pay 5%, right? I mean, and the higher these rates go, Jason, the more they're going to have to pay. Well, if you're listening to Rick Santelli and you need to buy a house, you might as well buy it this year because next year and the year after is not going to be as good. If you're listening to that guy, Rick, you know, he was, he's on one of the regular you know, economic channels. If, you're, if you need to buy a house, you might as well not wait for rates to come down. They're just going to go up, according to this guy. And uh, buying well, now you know, is not and, nearly as bad as the next couple of years. And he did some simple, you know, when he was talking, you know, about charting. He's like, hey, listen, this is how it works. Right? Here's our high point. Just happened to be September, right? And we just had, you know, he talked about anniversary dates, right? The low point. Half of a percent. So high point 16, half of a percent is is the low point, right? I mean, even if it met in the middle, you're talking almost eight, right? But Rick says, hey, when you draw these charts and how they draw the charts, the chart says 13%. That's just what the chart says. And guess what? This is what these computer algorithms do. Right? Rick's not inventing something here. He's just saying, hey, this is how trades work. Jason mentioned bonds held by China. Let's talk about bonds held by Japan. Japan holds more bonds, more U.S. bonds than anybody. Well, except our Fed, right? They have to sell them. Why? Because they're in trouble. Why? Why is China selling? Because they're in trouble. They need liquidity. Rick Santelli is asking the question, who's going to buy all of this? Yeah. How many of you wish we hadn't gone big and maybe had some fiscal responsibility? 800-951-0592. Jason and I were coming right back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this <coughs> Tuesday. Uh, $10 Liberties at 1035 Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. And again, uh, only 2023 remains. By the way, Silver Eagle premiums rose today. And this is kind of what I expected to happen. I, I, I had obviously... Uh, with Wall Street tumbling again, the volumes are getting ready to pick up here. Uh, so start start dipping in here. Don't let this this pullback go by without adding to it. Uh, rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles at five hundred and seventy-five dollars. Ten-dollar Liberty Gold pieces thousand thirty-five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Very very quiet. This is probably not good. Uh, tomorrow, as early as tomorrow, are 75,000 Kaiser employees going to walk off the job. That appears to be that's uh, Anyway, the strike is set for tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, maybe they'll do a uh, uh, UAW-type thing. I don't know. But, Jason, uh, uh, even the UAW looks like another week here so far. And I know it's only Tuesday. But no progress being made. Uh, Ford, General Motors, Stellantis have all announced layoffs this week uh, because 
of the fact that, hey, these plants are shut down. We've got to lay off other people that do other things. Uh, this seems to definitely be spreading, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know, it's it's we've been talking about how slowly this thing has been grinding uh, to, to a bad position, you know, since since even before last year. And at some point, things will get a little heated up because, you know, it's not everybody shares our, our gloom and doom, Joe, of seeing where it's headed. And and so I think slowly it's been doing this. I mean, the inflation of, of 2021 and 2022 uh, should have warned everybody that it was headed in this direction. But it's just kind of been floating in the wrong direction slowly. And now, you know, it seems like every day there's just a little more urgency, right, Joe? There's a little bit more bad news slipping out. And, I mean, the markets today, I mean, are pretty good indication. I mean, we, we just – the markets just don't seem to be able to escape this, like, place that started with the Biden administration. Yeah. came in. It, it loves the 33,000 Dow, 33, Dow, 4,200 S&P, and the 13,000 NASDAQ. But that's going to change. Once this thing moves, all those numbers will go into a downward position. And, I mean, can you imagine during inflation, markets going down, Joe? It's, yeah. and, and gold that's, won't that, go down. That's not gold supposed will, to be, right? That's up. not supposed to be, right? Yeah, that's not supposed nope. to be. And, and again, uh, the Dow now, uh, by the way, taking all the gains off. So even with the eight stocks, uh, the Dow uh, lower here, and, and uh, if Rick Santelli's even – he doesn't even have to be right. Matter of fact, he can be really wrong. Right? Ten-year note may only go to 6% or 7%. And Jason, that would be an absolute slaughter, right? I mean, this is this is the point. He's saying, you know, hey, the charts at 13 doesn't need to get, to, doesn't even need really get anywhere close to that uh, to create of uh, this carnage that we're seeing, and again, I I don't know what's go- what Japan's going to do. I have no idea what's going to happen in China. What what could happen uh, in a, at a bank overnight? You know, you wake up tomorrow because that's kind of how it happens. Remember, we talk about this all. Well, it's gradual, it's gradual, and then all of a sudden, it's here. Everything was great in March, and then all of a sudden, Silicon Valley had a problem. Signature Bank had a problem. And every day now, it just seems like over the last, and again, just for like the last, say, you know, week and a half, the markets are scared by something. Something is freaking them out. We just don't know what it, my guess is it's probably a multitude of things. And, and, and again, I hate to use the word contagion, but Jason, I don't think it's going to matter. What caused it, right? What was what was the final thing to make the 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 that makes this event happen? Nobody can. Rick Santelli told you the cause. Quanti- you know what? What did he say? Quantitative easing was a cause. Leaving interest rates at zero for as long as they did when they should was a cause. They took away all the things in the market that said warning. Right? Could you imagine? Right? Uh, it's like that. Remember that movie, Mark Wahlberg, Deep Water Horizon, and they were doing the drilling? We need to do a test. We need to do a test. Well, guess what? The Federal Reserve didn't want us doing tests because they, they already knew, well, it's going to explode, so let's not do a test. And now, Jason, it's going to come out whether they want it to or not. 
right? Whether they want to or not, eventually it's going to come out, and I think we're kind of at that point. Well, when things start to get uh, go from bad to worse, you know, I, I wish people would just wake up and like, well, maybe we just don't need these guys making these decisions for us. I mean, that's that's always my hope is if it gets bad enough, people just eliminate the guys making the decisions. Well, you know, that's the thing that's going to really be the problem for me is as we go through this next bus cycle, is that when it's all said and done, the Federal Reserve is still going to be sitting there making decisions. Which, so, you know, that's that's the sad, sad state of this country, Joe. I'm just going to say this, and I know Joey's warned you. I'm going to echo it because I agree here. Interest rates are going higher, which means the debt is going to get much, much worse. Heaven forbid we go into recession, how bad it will be. But I think, Jason, are we going to be stuck in a scenario where interest rates are high and now we've got to hit you with taxes because deficits are so out of control? Oh, I mean, it, it really is. You know, you just see, like, you know, like the, the perfect storm. Well, it looks like it's coming, right? I would find five tax to non-tax vehicles. That's all I'm going to say. If Rick Santel is even close to right, that's how bad deficits would be. Paper Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 $10 Liberties at 1035 Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, 20 U.S. Silver Eagles at $575 at 800 uh, As we continue to watch here as the bond market is sending another message that something is broken. Uh, This one, uh, a hard reminder here, uh, the 10-year note, 4792 right now, so almost 4.8. And uh, if Rick Santelli is to be believed, which the guy's been doing this a really, really long time, Uh, We're going to see rates that most people don't think are possible. And the only reason why they don't think that they're possible is because the Federal Reserve played a bunch of games and played a bunch of tricks. And, Jason, I think the the tricks are up here. And we're going to enter into this storm. And I think now you're right. I don't think the Fed set out to do this necessarily and in, in when they took us off the gold standard in 1971 with Richard Nixon, uh, we had the inflation of, of the of the 70s and then Paul Volcker. Uh, but, but once Alan Greenspan said, oh, don't worry, because the debt will be all paid off by 2010, right? The, the fake budget surplus of Bill Clinton, once that went away, I think they realized that there was trouble, and they just had to buy time for the next big event, for the next new currency to come about, because that's how fiat money works. And I think, Jason, all of these things colliding, that's what it's going to lead to. And I think we both agree on that. The problem is, is how much of your wealth are they going to take from you before that happens? And, and I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to try to take everything they possibly can. And they're, they're going to they're, they're going to leave you with peanuts. If you only got peanuts now, well, 
That's all you're ever going to have. But for everybody else, you better find some safety and you better do it real quick. And, and this is mostly speaking to uh, lower middle class, middle class, and upper middle class. That's where they're going to take it from. The very poor, and I know there's some of those that listen here that are paycheck to paycheck and have you know not even enough money to buy silver. Uh, they'll come up with they'll have all the social programs in place to give those people money. Of course, coming out of the middle class, and and because uh, they don't want to have a full on riot. If people if people are really doing some actual suffering, Joe, they'll ask the right questions and they'll go after. So they'll they'll make sure that to squish the middle class down lower towards the uh, the, the the lower class of people that can't pay their bills. And, uh, of course, those at the top aren't going to lose anything. They're, they're going to know what to do, how to do it, and when to do it, Joe. That's why it's called the big club and we're not in it, right? Yeah, and that's a oh, – wow, just watching here, uh, again, the, the Dow uh, down 435 points. Uh, the 10-year note uh, now at 479. Uh, unfortunately, at some point – There'll be a reprieve, and, and, and the 10-year note will come down some, but it's not going to last. I think we're, we're in this cycle now. This is, this, is, this is what happens when you don't want to live in reality, and the Federal Reserve didn't want to live in reality. They wanted to, to get everybody else not to live in reality, and now uh, I think we're, we're getting ready for the next big wave to start wiping us out here. $10 Liberties, get them while you can. $1,035. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagle, $575 at 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 